Welcome to the Amplify You podcast with your host, me, moi, Danielle, where I interview entrepreneurs from all different types of businesses and share their story and amplify them. I am so excited to share each and every one of them with you. And maybe you're going through an entrepreneurial journey and you might see yourself within them and that might help help elevate you. So I'm stoked. I hope you are. So stay tuned. This is going to be an incredible ride. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here and I have an incredible woman with me named Colleen and I'm excited to share you all with her because she has an incredible story and the purpose of this podcast, if you guys are new here, is really I love amplifying people, right? I love sharing other people's stories and amplifying how they got there. So Colleen, I'm going to pass you the mic and kind of do a little intro and we'll go from there. Sure. Well, thank you first and foremost for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here today. Um, so my name is Colleen Greco. Uh, I have spent, I would say, the my entire uh, career so far in IT marketing, which is a very natural jump to then a joyologist. You can see how that would happen. Um, and so <laughs> my entire life, I've been kind of service oriented. Um, you know, I, I've, I've always been one to uh, help my friends be in service related roles and whatnot. And I think I just sort of fell into IT marketing about 25 years ago. Um, But there was always that piece of me um, that wanted to be more closely connected to people and relationships and helping people just get to that next level. Um, So about five years ago, uh, my family had uh, experienced a trauma in our house and, um, and that uh, very quickly brought me to my knees. And and I will first and foremost say, I had never really had a weight problem until that point. Hmm. Now, we all think we do, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so you look back at those pictures and you're like, what was I thinking? Um, so when you look back at those pictures, I didn't really have one. I maybe had 10 pounds to lose, but I had gotten myself up to a point where I needed to lose about 50 pounds. So I was lost and uh, just... Uh, in pieces. And so I was uh, trying to rebuild myself and I was at a CrossFit gym and there was this woman there that was in her like mid sixties, maybe she was a grandmother and, you know, her daughter was maybe, I don't know, 30 something. So uh, I had approached her and said, you look like you lost weight. Mm -hmm. And then of course I said, what everybody says, which is what's your secret. Mm -hmm. The secret is like, there is no secret. But I, I pitched the line anyway, and she said, well, I hired a nutrition coach. And I thought, if this 60-year-old who, when you talk to other 60-year-olds, feel that they can't lose weight, they're postmenopausal, they're like all these reasons why they are the way that they are, if she can lose weight, I can lose weight in my 40s. So um, I worked with a nutrition coach from the same group. And uh, the first two didn't work out so well. The third one, I really connected with him and I thought he was fantastic and together um, helped me lose 52 pounds, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought throughout the journey, I kept saying to him, don't you think that you, you need to know the reasons why I became so heavy so that you can help me never get back there again? Like, don't we just want to do this once? And he said, you know, I'm always interested in people's stories, but no, I'm not your therapist. And I thought, 
No, it's not one or the other. There is a, a place in the middle and I think I can do this better. So continued to work with him, lost the rest of the weight, but started to proceed on my own to nutrition coaching. And what I found was there was this emotional component mm-hmm. that is overlooked by almost all nutrition coaches because they don't get it. While the food does make you overweight or helps you to lose weight, it's the emotions that are kind of that umbrella. That is the thing that that is the problem. And if we don't address the problem, we're just kind of putting Band-Aid on, uh, on an issue and we're not really solving anything. So I really dug into it and I developed what I call the SNAP method. And that was all about how to deal with the emotional triggers so you can change your response to the triggers and not deal with it with like a cupcake or a donut or (laughs) a loaf of bread, like whatever your thing is. Um, And so that's how I coach my clients is, you know, we, we work diligently through the stamp method and I have them journal and, um, and I really force them to deal with their issues. Now they don't have to share the dark and deep and dirty things with me if they don't want to, um, but they still have to do the work. Um, And that is how they keep the weight off. And that's always the trick is that diets don't do anything to help you maintain your weight loss. So, you know, all the advertisements you see about keto where, you know, I've lost 75 pounds. And it breaks my heart because if you check in with that person next year, I'm pretty sure some, most, or or more than that will be back on. And I first want to talk about, I mean, I love how you kind of said that you you that the person that you were speaking to was missing that missing that emotional point, right? Because it is so important. Like I I can definitely say like I was a beach body coach. I don't know if you've heard of mm-hmm. that company. Yep. But the element of the factor of just doing the workouts and just doing the nutrition isn't going to keep the weight off. It's the accountability, it's the community, it's the people that are going to root for you, right? Are going to keep you accountable. You got to do the work like you're saying. But to have that person kind of emotionally be there for you is the key to maintain the weight. 120%, I have to agree with you on that. And I guess my next question for you is for those people that are, I guess, you know, are a little bit nervous to make that step, right? Because we, I mean, we've all been there where, you know, we know that there's something off and we want to make a change. But like, how do you, how do you get to that next step? That's a great question. So first and foremost, I always tell people, I I did have the goal to lose 50 pounds, but, you know, I think it was one of those, like, I'm going to run a marathon someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but I started by just saying, let's see how this first week goes or this first day. I feel like if you put it into what we call, um, you know, in, in our family, I, I have one kid that needs micro baby steps, Mm. baby steps. And then you've got your micro baby. So I feel like that's kind of the same approach, a micro baby step, like the genes feel a little bit more comfortable and we don't make it weight related or or it's, you know, I want to be able to run a mile without stopping something like that. Just something that feels that it's achievable within the first couple of weeks or months. 
Um, because sometimes the body fights back. And in the beginning, it says, I'm, I don't want to lose this weight. I didn't sign up for this, right? That's your problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so I, I've had clients that, you know, didn't lose for the first three weeks, but then boom, dropped like six pounds or something. So everybody's journey is a little bit different. So I always try to say like, let's try to have some, some things that are very short term. Let's just start tracking. Let's know what we're putting in our body first. Um, I have somebody that I just started working with. I think she's about four weeks in now. And she said, I eat really healthy. I think it's just because I'm 52. Well, when I looked at what she was eating, I'm like, yeah, you're eating really healthy, but those are all carbs. Like mm-hmm. you can't eat eight apples a day, right? <laughs> right now. Apples are good, but that's a lot of carbs. So let's just find that balance. Um, so we start with micro baby steps and then, you know, we I, I very quickly get people off the weight as a goal metric. I have them measure themselves. I have them take progress pictures. Um, I have them really focus on water. Um, you know, I, I would say 99% of my clients are completely dehydrated. <laughs> so there's a lot of right. learning that goes on. And so I just kind of chip away at it. And as they do their check-ins, we do weekly check-ins. They um, quickly realize the, the things that um, are keeping them stuck. And I have them start to journal. And that's, again, where that SNAP method comes in is, is um, it, that is all about like facing the things that are driving you um, to the pantry instead of maybe to something more productive like the treadmill or your favorite book or bed. I've, mm-hmm. I've got to bed sometimes. Like there's no better solution. So let's just go to bed. Right. <laughs> well, sleep in itself is, is good for you. And, you know, the amount of sleep that you, that you have. Um, My next question that I have for you would be, you know, like we were saying before, there's so many different, you know, avenues of losing weight and and all this stuff out there. Right. And what can you say to the listeners that makes you different in comparison to everybody else that's out there? What is that component that makes Colleen different from all those others? Um, I would say empathy and accountability. I mean, my coach held me accountable to some extent, but I know if I said certain things, he would let me off the hook. I knew that. Um, And so I'm very aware of that. And and I work with people, you know, sometimes I give them tough love when they need it, but most of the time I lead with a hug and I will not let them shame themselves. Like you've done that most of your life and that hasn't really worked out for you up until now. So let's try to change that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also the fact that I teach them about nutrition, about food and the value and how it affects your body. Cause how something affects my body may not affect your body that way. Um, and then it's the, the emotional piece. Like I said, you know, the majority of coaches, most all of them will not touch the emotional component. I too am not somebody's therapist, but that doesn't mean I can't guide them in the right direction to deal with their emotions. Um, I, I don't think it's either, or I think there is a place in the middle, um, that I am, you know, I have proven, um, works to keep the weight off. I, you know, I myself have kept it off for four years, but I have fallen. I can't tell you how many times I've fallen, you know, off the wagon, um, so to speak where, and that's what I call it as a fall, you know, Mm -hmm. where you like, get in a funk 
or um, just don't feel like it and um, go have a slice of pizza or something like that. I mean, I've fallen, but the victory is in the rebound. So how quickly you can get back up on the wagon, get back up on your plan and keep going. And when you see that consistency over time, then you can freely have pizza or whoopie pies are my favorite chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so I have that stuff whenever I want it because I am well behaved the majority of the time. And so I, I can make space for that. And I think, you know, that's that's the value is people see, whoa, when I had that slice of pizza, what did it do to my body? And they could see it in the data. So I teach them all about that because my goal is for them not to renew with me. I want to do this journey with them once. I love that. I want them to go back to living. Mm-hmm. I love that. I want to, I want them to go back to living. I'm going to, I'm going to like remember that because I think that's so true because I, I feel that, you know, when you get to a certain point, you almost feel lost and then you want to be found again and, and, and to finally get to that place you're living again. So I love that. And I think that, you know, the emotional factor, I kind of want to talk about a little bit more mm-hmm. because for us women, you know, we're, our, the, our bodies are like something that like, we're so, a lot of us are so insecure about it. You know, we look at, we look at ourselves in the mirror and we question every little, you know, curve, every little, you know, roll, whatever, whatever have you. So for you, how do you get to that emotional factor where that person feels comfortable enough to be open and vulnerable? Oh, I have so many stories about this. So as I was going through my journey and taking my my progress pictures, mm-hmm. the light in my bathroom was literally like over my head. So it was a spotlight on my belly button. I swear to you, it was like the place I hate the most on my body was like, look. And I would be so mad in those progress pictures. like why does it have to be on there? Like, why can't it show the definition of my arms or anything? Um, and not too long after I had that feeling, a coach in that group that I belonged to um, was talking about her frowny belly button. Mm. Like she had the six pack of a stomach, but her belly button just kind of drooped down. And I remember being like, I would kill for that stomach. Like that, that is my goal stomach. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I would take a frown as the worst thing about my stomach. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I started to think about like, wow, she sees that as a negative. And I think that is a goal stomach. So that was, again, how I started to kind of look at things differently and redirect my own mindset. And I started looking in the mirror every single day and saying three good things about myself. Mm-hmm. Even if it was like, you know, I like my smile or, um, my hair turned out well, I could be as insignificant as possible, but I made myself say three things, even if that was a repetition from the day before, because I think that's really important. That is how you start self-love and self-love is the foundation of this transformational journey that you go on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so important. And if you can't love yourself, it's so true. How do you love other people? right? How can you give the best version of yourself to other people when you are literally, you know, like, I don't know, what do they call it? The dregs of of the potato chip bag, right? Like on the bottom. (laughs) Yep. That's what you're giving yourself. How about opening a fresh bag and having the ones on the top? Um, I think that, 
you know, when you invest in yourself and when you prioritize yourself, you're happier. The people around you are happier. Things seem to just flow better. I know for me, that's when I get into Stella mode. Stella is my alter ego where Mm -hmm. everything falls into place. I I, I am the most efficient. Um, Things happen without effort. Um, That's when I'm putting myself first. And when I'm not, things just sort of start to like be difficult and um, challenging and kind of not uh, like, like a symphony. Mm-hmm. So Stella, Stella is the, is the sympathy or symphony mode, excuse me. Um, whereas otherwise it's just kind of uh, chaotic. So which one do I want to be? Do I want to be a symphony or do I want chaos? I love that. I love that. And I want to kind of let that breathe because I think that the listeners really need to dive into that because it's so true. And as we're kind of rounding things out, my next question for you was with all the, your accomplishments and like seeing like the, your, the clients that you've had have their success, like what, and you see your family, right? What is that legacy that you'd want to leave? I've always wanted to leave the world in a better place than how I found it. Hmm. And I used to have these really like magnificent goals, um, like ending world hunger and like things that were so much bigger than me. And now I just want, if I can impact one person's life positively and get them to feel a tenth of what I feel every day, then, you know, I, I will die happy. That is my goal is I just want people to experience joy because you do get one life. That's it. Yep. And it seems to me that, you know, at least I haven't been given, you know, a deadline of 90 years. It might be tomorrow. And so if it is tomorrow, have I maximized every minute of every day? And I want to help people get there. But I also want them to know that I'm a hundred percent relatable because I've done it. I have cried all the tears. I have invented my own swear words. I have done everything. (laughs) Um, and, and I am compassionate. Um, but it does take looking in the mirror and admitting, um, not even if I shouldn't say admitting, because it was actually a really empowering moment for me when I realized if I did this to myself, that means I can undo it. And that all the tools are within me and that's really empowering. So, um, you know, I just want people to understand they can do this. They don't have to work out. I think they should, because that's really key for your mental health, mm-hmm. but they don't have to, in order to lose the weight. So it doesn't have to be, you know, a strict meal plan where all they eat is cabbage, you know, four meals a day or whatever. It, it has to be the foods they love in reasonable quantities, um, measured over time, and they will get there. If I can get there, anybody can get there. Well, I know you're, you're on that way to live in that legacy. And I can't wait to see, you know, what happens next for you. And I know my listeners are going to want to reach out to you, want to connect with you. So please share like everything you got going on or your links, because I'm going to put it in the show notes, but I know they're going to want to connect with you. Absolutely. Yeah. So Instagram is the best way at the Colleen Greco. 
My and that's C O L E E N G R E C O. My mother misspelled my name when I was born. <laughs> I'm the youngest of seven. She was just like, just just spell it anyway. <laughs> baby out of me. I don't care. Um, I love it. But uh, but in my website is just ColleenGreco.com. Um, you know they can hit me up through LinkedIn and Facebook, of course. Um, same same uh, aliases, but. Instagram is the fastest and easiest way to get in touch with me. And I look forward to, to hearing other people's stories because um, I too love those. I, f- I feel like there are learning moments within each and every one. Um, and it's really an honor to be able to walk with people as they go through their journey. It's really exhilarating for me. Well, I mean, I please guys, if you felt you, you know anything that Colleen shared and you want to connect with her, please take advantage of it because I'm telling you, your life will be changed. She will be there. She will be your number one support. So, but Colleen, thank you so much for taking the time um, to chat with me and my listeners. And I, and I'm excited to talk to you again soon. Thank you. It's been really great. I appreciate the support. Talk to you soon. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm that I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, they're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page bellamelboutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.